0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: A new week starts right here, right now, on the morning after on SportsGrid. Sirius XM Channel 1 59 that's the home for sports grid radio on sirius xm all across the sports grid network as well i am ben stevens it is a monday morning the day following christmas i hope everybody had a very merry christmas and a wonderful holiday weekend thank you for joining us here to start off a new week Live on the morning after on Sports Grid. A ton to look back on over this Christmas weekend. 11 games on Christmas Eve in the NFL. A triple header yesterday on Christmas Day, along with the five that we had in the NBA. We look back on the weekend that was and what it means for us moving forward as we approach the new year. Live right here on TMA. Let's start with the Silent Nightcap Sunday Night Football in Arizona between the Cardinals and and the buccaneers tampa comes back from down by 10 in the fourth quarter to pull off a victory they desperately need tom Brady does it once again 19 to 16 the final in overtime last night in arizona between the cardinals and the buccaneers tampa was booked As a seven and a half point favorite, they do not cover. And for a large majority of that game, it seemed the Buccaneers would fail to take advantage of a great spot on the schedule. Because it was Tom Brady making his 331st career start. Facing off against Trace McSorley for Arizona, making his first career start in the National football league McSorley the third string QB in the desert all year long no Kyler Murray for the remainder of this year Colt McCoy remains in concussion protocol it was Trace McSorley dropping dimes out of Penn State that made his first career start so everything as it stood from the matchup perspective stood in favor of Tampa Bay and it seemed as they would fail to take advantage down by 10 in the fourth quarter Tom Brady and the Buccaneers storm back and there were times last night where Tom didn't look all that great. He looked like a 45 year old playing quarterback in the National Football League. However, he was a perfect six for six on the Buccaneers' lone drive in OT that led to the 40 yard game winning field goal off the right foot of Ryan Suckup. So again, 19 to 16, the outright win for tampa bay the total of 41 and a half staying well under now the buccaneers this year as a favorite just three nine and one against the spread but that victory for tom brady who you see there threw the football 48 times last night 48 times it was the 12th time in the last 13 games that tom brady had thrown the football 40 or more times in a single game it's been the story for the buccaneers all year long a lack of run game in a team that throws the football more than anybody else in the national football league entering last night a passing play percentage for tampa bay of 67.4 by far the most in the nfl this year even up from last year when the bucks threw it on 66.5 percent of their plays and that was the largest clip from 2021 a similar recipe in 2022 two interceptions for tom brady last night but again a victory 19 to 16 in overtime his pass catchers were there for him last night chris godwin and mike evans making some clutch plays there down the stretch for tampa bay deandre hopkins not much last night For Arizona, targeted a ton, but only one grab for four yards. Chris Godwin, 63 yards, and Mike Evans, 29, both staying under the receiving yards props. A welcome to our Sports Grid Radio audience here as we get things going on this opening day of a new week, live right here on this opening hour of TMA. Sirius XM, Channel 159, all of our terrestrial radio affiliates now in the fold as well. I am Ben Stevens. So last night in the desert, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers storm back for a 19-16 overtime victory, trailing by double digits in the fourth quarter tom orchestrates his 57th career game winning drive a huge game for the buccaneers a win they desperately needed despite the fact they do not cover as a seven and a half point road favorite three nine and one against the spread is tampa bay this year as a favorite but big for tampa as you look at the nfc south race carolina got a victory on saturday in a big way at home against the detroit lions But the Buccaneers still atop this division with a one game advantage and a minus 550 price to win the NFC South. A huge game coming in Tampa Bay this upcoming Sunday between the Buccaneers and the Panthers, as that game could very well decide this division. If a Tampa Bay victory is had, they will be the divisional champs in the NFC South. Currently, the Buccaneers, a five and a half. Point favorite so a triple header in the nfl yesterday five days on christmas that is the yearly tradition in the nba in the marquee matchup the christmas clash inside td garden between the boston celtics and the milwaukee bucks what could be an eastern conference finals preview for 2022-23 goes in the way of boston last night the celtics covering as a four and a half point home favorite winning big 139 118 the second most points Boston has scored all year long in a huge Christmas day for Jason Tatum. It's about having those special moments on the special tradition in the association. That is Christmas Tatum, 41 points yesterday against Milwaukee. Jalen Brown adds in 29. The Jays combine for 70 so as we look at the eastern conference odds again these two teams are going to go back and forth all year long atop the eastern conference standings boston now the best record in the nba and as you see those eastern conference prices the celtics 45 cents ahead of milwaukee as the favorites out east plus 195 the bucks behind them at plus 240 plenty more coming from the christmas day session in the association but we turn our attention still to the national football league with donnie Wrightside side up next
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering: real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: Looking back on the Christmas Day weekend that was in the National Football League, a triple-header on sunday and 11 games on saturday how that all factors in to now two weeks left in this nfl regular season that comes to a close after a monday night football game in indianapolis tonight to round out week number 16 a man that had a wonderful holiday weekend at least I assume, who kicked off the holiday weekend on the early line with a dashing Christmas sweater and was the first person you saw as the Sports Grid network and family wished you a happy holiday season. Donny Wrightside joins us That's here right. on this Monday on the morning after on Sports Grid. DRS, it's only fitting that if we don't have a stinger animation for you here, that at least when we share out our holiday wishes as a network to all of our loyal viewers and everybody that bleeds the winning edge, you are the first face they see. You are the first face of this network, and I hope you had a wonderful Christmas weekend.
2: Hey, man, superstars shine. Like, I know Kevin got to be able to drop down that star on top of the tree, but we know who the real star of the early line is. We'll leave it at that.
1: 100%. It's DRS. He is the star each and every weekday. And here on Monday, he plays Monday morning armchair quarterback for us. As we look back on Saturday and Sunday, DRS, In the NFL and the implications that were had for the postseason race. And speaking of the playoffs, here as we almost get to the end of December, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers aren't dead yet. They continue to lurk around with their postseason hopes very much alive, DRS, after they go to South Beach yesterday, have a huge second half, especially defensively, and they come back to beat Miami 26 to 20, winning outright. As a three and a half point underdog. DRS, the Finns were up by seven at the halftime break, twenty to thirteen. Miami did not score again in the second half. Tua Tungabailoa throws an interception on the final three offensive possessions for Miami, allowing the Packers to come back, and they seal the victory 26 to 20. So DRS, as you look back on that first game to start off the Christmas Day triple header in the NFL, what stood out to you the most?
2: Uh, The Green Bay Packers winning the football game, obviously, in our pick six that we do each and every week on the early line. That was my underdog of the week, the Green Bay Packers, which watching the first half thought it was a terrible underdog pick because everything the Miami Dolphins did worked. The second half, no points out of the Miami Dolphins and also those pretty passes that we saw Tua throw in the first half where it's like hey they're in its own coverage let me loft it over two linebackers in front mm-hmm. of safeties and turn on the gas pedal for Jalen Waddle for 80 plus yard touchdowns they were gone in the second half and quite frankly I don't even know what Tua was looking at in the second half because quarterbacks can be confused Ben from coverages from time to time but the final three yeah. drives where it looked like Tua just was throwing the football directly to Green Bay Packers I couldn't understand it and now the Miami Dolphins if the season ended today would still be in the playoffs but they are leaking oil a couple weeks ago one of the teams Ben you thought you didn't want to mess with in the playoffs now they might not even get into the playoffs
1: they have dropped four in a row the Green Bay Packers have won three straight and despite over 100 receiving yards for both Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell two of struggles in that second half when they needed it the most so Green Bay now has won three straight games DRS they are one game below still on the outside currently looking in at the postseason but the odds continue to get better for the green bay packers they stayed alive with a monday night victory last week at home against baker mayfield and the rams they add on their third straight win and drs entering this week they were plus 710 to make the postseason now that number plus 184 so donnie right side tell me right here right now will the green bay packers be in the playoffs
2: No, they will miss the playoffs, I do believe here, Mm -hmm. because I'm not so sure they can win their upcoming game. And also the Lions in that final game, whether or not they're still in the playoff mix, that's going to be a tough out. But they're both of those games, keep in mind, are home at Lambeau. Cold conditions, maybe teams don't want to play. They're going to be live, but I do think, Ben, they do miss out.
1: You saw the schedule right there remaining for Green Bay. They are home against the Minnesota Vikings. And as of this Mm -hmm. moment, DRS, a three-point favorite against the Vikes this upcoming weekend. You mentioned the Dolphins as well. They are now riding a four-game losing skid. They still hold on to the seventh and final AFC playoff spot at the moment, ahead of the New England Patriots. Their divisional foe, Miami, won the season opener against New England. Baltimore has clinched. Their postseason spot. They're the top seed in the wild card race at the moment. The Chargers in action on this Monday night against Indianapolis. But, DRS, as you look at the AFC wild card race mm-hmm. at the moment, how do you evaluate where things currently stand?
2: it's it's a lot of and the good part about the NBA, the NFL is they are built on yeah. you know each and every team having a chance in the playoffs what they think when the season opens take a look at that you know from all the way down to even the Pittsburgh Steelers at 7 and 8 all those teams lumped up between 8 and 6 and 7 and 8 fantastic stuff here but i do still look at some of those teams on the outside probably going to still be on the outside looking in why because these teams aren't good enough to win out. Like, oh, if they just win their last two games, they haven't went back-to-back games the majority of these teams the entire season. That's the way I see it playing right. out. A lot of fun and a lot of good money to be made over these final two weeks for sure, Ben. Certainly
1: so. And you see those odds yeah. right there, the conference odds yep. in the AFC. No no make playoff odds currently for any teams in the AFC. Just some out of the NFC and DRS you can see how long the numbers are for both New England and New York to win a conference title although maybe some of these teams aren't really in contention for a conference championship those odds indicate where they truly stand of even having a chance of playing into the postseason so as we look at AFC conference odds the team with the second best price currently battling it out for that top overall spot The Kansas City Chiefs DRS on Christmas Eve Saturday closes a 10.5 point home favorite in Arrowhead against Seattle. KC entered this year 3-8-1 against the spread as a favorite. The Chiefs win football games, but they hardly cover. Booked as a favorite in all but two games in their last three years. That was not the case on Christmas Eve Saturday. A decisive two-touchdown victory for Kansas City. The Chiefs winning 24-10 over seattle a pretty complete effort drs for kc on christmas eve saturday were you surprised to finally see kansas city cover even as a double digit
2: favorite it was one of those where you're looking at the colder weather games they're saying, like, what gives here? Why would you be close to, if not a double-digit favorite here? The same thing, I got the vibes for the Buffalo Bills, but turns out that talent still does win games regardless of what type of frigid, cold environment you're playing in. This game was 24-3 to in the fourth quarter, an easy one. I don't want to say once Tyler Lockett was deemed out of this game, it was going to be tough sledding. If you would have told me that Kenneth Walker was going to gain over 100 yards in this game, I would think Seattle might have been a live dog in this one, but not the yeah. case. 24-10 to doesn't even do this game justice. And also, if you're a Kansas City Chief fan, backer, GM, or player, it's nice to see your defense show up here and only give up 10 points, something to maybe build on here.
1: Steve Spagnuolo, he is known for his defense getting better and better toward the end of the regular season into the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes, efficient, 16 of 28, 224, two touchdowns. Jalen Hurts, of course, missed Christmas Eve Saturday in Dallas. We'll look at that game in just a few minutes. So, Patrick Mahomes, a very heavy odds-on favorite to win the NFL MVP, minus... 500 but the team that currently holds on to the number one spot in the afc the buffalo bills an eight and a half point favorite drs in chicago on saturday and buffalo pulls away late 35 13 the victory for the bills they cover as an eight and a half point road favorite a total of 40 and a half goes over and drs buffalo ran the football for 254 yards against the bears in the windy city on saturday that's very impressive for buffalo here down the home stretch
2: Yeah, Chicago didn't want to tackle, apparently, in the second half, giving up 29 points to the Buffalo Bills. But also, as I talked about that previous game in Kansas City, I saw the 8.5 points and said, this is a relative coin flip for me. And at the half, I thought I was a genius, 10-6 to in that game. But then the Buffalo Bills certainly put their pedal to the metal and blew the Chicago Bears off. But again, the Bears are playing for, get me a higher draft pick and don't hurt Justin Fields when the Buffalo Bills playing for that number one overall spot with a massive game
1: on deck against the Bengals. A massive game seven days from today. A Monday night in Cincinnati. It's a virtual pick 'em. We'll talk about those Bengals in just a moment. It's Cincy, KC, and Buffalo battling for the top spot in the AFC. And we can see that in the AFC Championship odds as well. The Bills remain the favorites, plus 165. KC about 55 cents behind, plus 220. And since he's not far off, the Bengals have clinched a playoff spot. Well, look at how the Bengals held on for that playoff spot and go elsewhere around the NFL weekend. Up next.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: a huge holiday weekend in the national football league week number 16 comes to a close tonight on a monday and then just two weeks remaining in the nfl so much still on the line so much is still at stake we break it all down live right here on this monday following christmas on the morning after on sports grid drs is back for a second consecutive segment he'll be here for three straight as we go all around the weekend and drs as we went into the break we looked at the afc title odds and really the three-team race at the top of that conference the bills the chiefs and the Bengals. cincinnati has now clinched a playoff berth as well with a 22 18 victory in foxborough on saturday against new england they do cover as a three and a half point favorite but it was a little bit dicier than i think the Bengals were expecting especially shutting out the pats at the half and they led 22 to nothing the patriots had an opportunity driving down deep into Bengals territory within cincy's 10 yard line under a minute remaining and then a remandre stevenson fumble cincinnati recovers they ice the game away for a victory and again clinching a playoff spot. They hold a one game advantage in the AFC North as well. So, DRS, it was interesting for Cincinnati, but the Bengals continue to be the hottest team in the AFC. Seven straight wins for Joe Burrow and the Bengals.
2: Yeah, I was in route in this football game. So when I left, it was 22 to nothing. When I arrived at my destination, it was, oh my goodness, New England Patriots have the football with a chance to win. And quite frankly, first and goal from the five-yard line, under a minute to go, you're probably going to run one or two plays to kill the clock and then eventually punch it in. And there goes the Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals' hopes of maybe getting the number one overall seed in the AFC and then putting their division odds in the AFC North in a little bit of peril. But they ended up winning here. But it was interesting the week before, right, getting down multiple scores and coming back to win. This game being up multiple scores and needing to hang on to win the game but it's a win nonetheless and the cincinnati Bengals very high on my meter here to do some damage in the playoffs
1: certainly so they are a complete football team a couple of questionable decisions from joe burrow he threw two interceptions in that game the second in the second half that led to a pick six for new england almost really sparked that comeback for the Patriots, but since he is right on that tier DRS, at least in my estimation, alongside Buffalo and Kansas City in terms of long term outlook in the AFC, the reigning AFC title winners have the third best price to do it again this year, in the third best number to be the number one overall seed. Currently, Buffalo and KC both have a 12-3 record. The Bengals are behind them by a game in the win-loss column. But since he has the tiebreaker against Kansas City, Buffalo has the tiebreaker against KC as well. And the Bills and the Bengals play one week from tonight in Cincinnati. The game is virtually a pick 'em. So DRS, if you had to peg it right now, who is going to be the number one overall seed once we get to postseason time in the AFC?
2: I think it's going to be Kansas City. I really do. And I've been calling this game. for And again, this coming, I have a Buffalo Bills ticket in my pocket. I'm hoping the Bills are the one seed and maybe win a Super Bowl so I can cash that in. But I saw this game coming a few weeks ago. I do think the Bengals are going to upset the Buffalo Bills. Slight upset, as we said, what we're taking a look at right. here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. But Kansas City, I do believe, has two easy victories coming down the stretch, which will open the door for Kansas City once again to be home holidays in the playoffs.
1: Casey is a 13 and a half point favorite inside Arrowhead this upcoming Sunday against the Denver Broncos. And I'm sure you watched the second leg of the triple header yesterday on Christmas, either on CBS or Nickelodeon to see all the slime that was available in SoFi. The Rams put up a 50 burger, 51 points against the Broncos to absolutely blast Russell Wilson and all of Denver. Russ was benched for Brett Rippon. I'm not sure Nathaniel Hackett made the trip back from the Mile or to the Mile High City from L.A. A disastrous season for Denver continues. And don't forget, they gave Russell Wilson a five-year, $245 million contract. So I'm not so sure what the future looks like in Denver and how it's going to be all that different from what we are currently seeing. Again, echoing those points to say what the Chiefs have in store and maybe best position there to be the number one overall seed in the AFC. KC has won the AFC West seven straight years. They have hosted the AFC Championship game four consecutive seasons as well. Last year's number one overall seed in the AFC postseason R.S. might miss the playoffs altogether this year. The Tennessee Titans have now lost five straight games. And after a delay due to very cold weather in Nashville and power outages across the city, Tennessee comes out, and despite what Derrick Henry did on the ground, rushing for 126 yards, Houston pulls off the upset in Nashville, winning 19-14 outright as a three-and-a-half-point underdog. First DRS credit, to the Texans they've been booked as a dog in all 15 games this year 7-7-1 against the spread now to Tennessee of course this was their first game without Ryan Tannehill not this season but for the remainder of this season Tannehill should be on the sideline the rest of the year DRS what is not working for the Titans at this moment
2: their offense isn't working at this point. It's, and it's amazing, too, Ben. How can you have a running back like Derrick Henry continuing to get over 100 yards and it doesn't open anything up? This is the reason why their GM got fired a few weeks back because when you're scaling down the roster, you say, How are we wasting the primetime years of Derek Henry when no matter what we do, you hand him the football, good things happen? But yet I have a quarterback that I drafted here that's going to feel him for Tanner. Nobody's saying Tanner was setting the world on fire either, but I can't throw for 100 yards. I mean, what is going on with this yeah. Tennessee offense? Oh, I know. I know. A.J. Brown, who's one of the better football wide receivers in football, you give him up for Traylon Burks, who in that game, oh, yeah, um, zero catches, zero yards on two targets from our first-round draft pick. That's what happens and why GMs get fired. This is a really bad football team, which over the next two weeks better rise up and beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. If not, see ya Home.
1: DRS, it doesn't really matter what happens this upcoming weekend between the two teams battling for the AFC South. The Jaguars now – hold the first-place spot based on the tiebreaker advantage over Tennessee. Both teams are 7-8. and So the Jags, a minus 250 favorite. Dallas will play Tennessee on Thursday night. The Cowboys booked as a 10-point road favorite (laughs) for that short week. On Thursday in Nashville. The Jacksonville Jaguars on the road. A four-point road favorite against the Texans. One of Houston's two wins this year. Also against Jacksonville as well. It comes down to what will happen week number 18 in Duval County. Between the Jaguars and the Titans. The winner of that game will win the AFC South. And as the odds would tell you right now. They indicate a strong possibility. Jacksonville will be the divisional champs in the AFC South. Again a minus two. 50 price so Tennessee hosts Dallas on Thursday the Cowboys already a 10-point road favorite it was a huge Saturday at the Star DRS on Christmas Eve the storyline all week long will Jalen Hurts play he was doubtful ruled out Gardner Minshew makes the start for Philadelphia the first time the birds booked as a dog all year long a four-point underdog at the Star in Dallas and it was a great game DRS the marquee matchup of the Christmas Eve slate lived up to the billing Dallas pulls away for a victory 40-34 covering as a four point favorite but in this game DRS we had three ties in four lead changes so it certainly was a football game we all anticipated and it lived up to that hype on Christmas Eve Saturday
2: yeah, it was a lot of fun. I me being an Eagles fan who would have liked to have seen the victory and clinched everything up, but there was one thing I was sure about this game. Gardner Mitchell was going to move the football against the Dallas Cowboys. Last Monday when I bet the game, the Eagles team total was 19 and a half, easily cruised over that and had that locked yep. up by the half. Now, granted, you're not going to win very many football games, even against bad football teams, Ben, if you turn the football over four times or more, a couple crazy interceptions, which I don't even put really on the fault, fault meter for Gardner Mitchell, and also just some odd fumbles where Miles Sanders just loses it in Boston Scott didn't. Look like he was even ready or knowing he was supposed to get a handoff, but yet the Philadelphia Eagles were still driving close to the red zone to win at the end of the game. But more importantly, here I do think the Eagles are still going to get that number one overall seed, Ben, but also Lane Johnson injury to watch out for. Avante Maddox, one of the better third corners in the NFL, a slot corner that you have to keep your eye on here moving forward.
1: And we'll see what the status is of Jalen Hurts moving forward for Philly as well. Again, The game lost a little bit of luster because Philly needs just one win over their final two games now to clinch the NFC East division and that number one overall seed in the conference. Minus 1150 for Philadelphia right now as the strong favorite to be that number one overall seed in the NFC. And DRS, their odds really to win a conference title didn't change based on the loss to Dallas. Gardner Minshew was pretty good, 355 yards, two tuds and two interceptions and the birds still a plus 170 favorite nearly a dollar and a half in front of san francisco but keep an eye on those niners 37 to 20 at home in santa clara on christmas eve saturday covering as a six and a half point favorite against the commanders drs san francisco has now won eight straight games brock purdy 234 yards two touchdowns four touchdown passes to george kittle that Seahawks connection they have of course Brock Purdy out of Iowa State and George Kittle out of Iowa continues to pay dividends DRS how much confidence do you have in this San Francisco team at the moment even with Brock Purdy at the helm
2: yeah if they start and play their starters the remaining two games they're going to win those as well so certainly being the hottest team coming into the playoffs and also still getting those reps for Purdy because keep in mind even if you do have everything clinched up from your end of it and you don't win the number one overall spot You still have a young quarterback in Purdy. It's not as if like, eh, put him on ice here. You probably still have to get reps for him, and that's going to continue to be hot entering into the playoffs. I don't think anybody wants to see the 49ers full gas, and with Debo Samuel coming back, they'll be full gas.
1: The Commanders now have not won a game in a month, but they still hold on to the top or the final spot, I should say, in the NFC playoff picture. The team ahead of them, the Giants could have clinched a playoff berth on Saturday, but Great Joseph had other ideas in the Twin Cities. A 61-yarder, his career high, a franchise record in Minnesota, gives the Vikings a 27-24 victory. 11 of the 12 wins, for the Vikings this year by a single score. And Justin Jefferson continues to be on a tear. 12 grabs, 133 yards and a touchdown. Already the single season record in terms of receiving yards in Vikings franchise history. DRS, thank you so much. Oh, DRS is back, what am I saying? DRS, we got hey. you back for another segment. No Here respect. we go, we're gonna run it no back respect. on the morning after. No respect. <laughs>
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: Here I was, ready to push DRS to the side. Let him get some rest after a Christmas holiday weekend. But Donnie said to me, Ben, what are you doing? We have the association to recap five games on Christmas. You already hit on the Christmas clash inside TD Garden between the Celtics and the Bucs, but I need to be here for the four others and what it means at this juncture of the NBA Mm -hmm. season. So Donnie Wrightside, thank you for doing that. Thank you for being here once again. You and Kevin Walsh on the early line, basketball powerhouse of a program we try to do the same thing here on this monday live on the morning after now drs doesn't do all that much talking right he's a man about his business but this past week in the nba certainly in the grind city in memphis john Morant made some headlines when he was asked in a sit down interview on espn who he felt the memphis grizzlies had to get through to win an nba championship he said the boston celtics then the follow-up question who in the western conference Josh said nah we're good in the west and that was known to the golden state warriors last night on christmas back in san francisco and drs like it is for anybody out there it was good to be home for the holidays for the golden state warriors 3 and 16 on the road 1 and 5 on this recent six game road trip they're back in san francisco they win their 13th game at home this year they are 13 and 2 at home outright as a 7.0 underdog against the memphis grizzlies 123 109 and then it was clay thompson drs after a 24 point performance for the dubs that did a little bit of his own talking after the game saying memphis started talking about being a dynasty you need to win before you can actually make any claims about being a dynasty and that's very hard to do if anybody in the current nba knows that it's clay thompson it's steph curry and it's the golden state warriors so what statement drs was made on Christmas Day in the NBA out in the Western Conference.
2: Yeah, the statement would be the Golden State Warriors would love to get home court through, you know, throughout in the NBA playoffs because apparently they play good basketball regardless of who's playing. Not the same case on the road as you brought brought up those differentiating circumstances. But also, if you take a look at this game overall, superstars come out to play John Morant dropped 36 points now granted it wasn't enough in the victory here they're going to be around the rest of the way there's no question but I also I love the young moxie because sometimes before Ben you get to the top of the hill you got to talk your way through it now what happens if he would have came and said hey man the west is really tough there's like five teams way better than us you don't want that out of your superstar you actually want him to say who do you want to beat out in the west us, we the team to beat out in the West. Now, it didn't yeah. show up there, and good for Golden State for getting that victory. But i got to say, I love the type of trash talk, because that shows you when the rubber meets the road, John Morant's going to be able to ride for the Memphis Grizzlies, even though it didn't help them out on Christmas Day there. And you saw some of that chippiness
1: last night. There were some words had all game long between Golden State and Memphis. A budding rivalry, yeah. perhaps in the Western Conference. These two teams faced off in the second round of the Western Conference playoffs a season ago. It was Golden State in six over the Memphis Grizzlies, but Jaws making his case. And on the day his debut shoe with Nike was released, He does score 36. No other Memphis Grizzly had more than 13 points. So some help needed for John Morant last night. Again, a 14-point victory for Golden State. Jordan Poole adds on 32 points. Good for the Warriors to be back home, but still two games below 500. Steph Curry did not play last night. He has been sidelined the last couple of games. They will reevaluate his position here in the next couple of weeks so Memphis right now DRS tied for the second best record in the Western Conference the team with the best mark the Denver Nuggets at the top of the table out west in an overtime thriller in the nightcap of the five we had on Christmas Day in the association 128-125 Denver gets the victory at home in the Mile High City they closed as a four-point favorite so just barely missing out on the cover but the total pushing well above the pregame number at two- 30. And he's won the MVP DRS two straight years, has Nikola Jokic. I think voter fatigue probably keeps him from winning a back to back to back third consecutive MVP award, but the numbers as of late would certainly back that up. Nikola Jokic, a 40 point triple double last night on Christmas. In fact, 41, 15, and 15 as Denver gets the three point home victory over the Phoenix.
2: Sons, just how impressive DRS has the Joker been here as of late? Really impressive, and also yesterday on the FanDuel Sportsbook, had a nice little odds boost that only needed the Joker to get a double-double and a Nuggets win, and he ended up getting the Nuggets win and a triple-double here for Jokic. But it is kind of interesting because we put him in like that Giannis category where the numbers are so ridiculous every night that we tend to say to ourselves when he doesn't have a 25-10-10 performance, what was wrong with him the night before? Why didn't he play well? If somebody told you, hey, by the way, Jokic had a triple-double, including 40 points. Yep, that's about what he's supposed to do. There are some elite-level players in the NBA That, again, it's hard to win one MVP, let alone two, and do it three. What does he have to do? Average 40, 15, and 15 the entire season? Like, oh, you know what? Yeah, we forgot. He actually is the MVP. It's incredible how those high stakes have become when you're that good a player and the standards that we hold you to.
1: He now has the third best price, though, rapidly moving up the board to win the MVP, plus 420 behind Giannis. And then Jason Tatum, following the 41-point Christmas Day performance as well, is the favorite at plus 270. Jokic has had a triple-double in three of his last four. The only game he didn't, 29 points, 11 boards, or 11 assists, rather, and 8 rebound so he is always up there not only DRS was that odds boost on FanDuel for Jokic just to have a double double it was plus 200 to have a triple double I was a little bit mad at myself for not laying down that wager so as we look at the Western Conference at this moment again the Nuggets have the best record out west followed by the Pelicans and the Grizzlies and the Suns not all that far behind but it's still Phoenix DRS as the favorite to win the West, plus 300. The Clippers now a full dollar behind at 4-1, to one, and the Dubs, plus 550. But you can see where the market is starting to move grizzlies plus 550 nuggets plus 550 tied alongside golden state drs for the third best number to win the western conference crown that has changed in the last few days and certainly following christmas where the teams at the top of the standings are now being booked like they're the teams at the top of the odds board it's something to monitor all season long in the nba
2: No, it certainly isn't. How about this? If the NBA had their druthers right now, and we always like to say this, Ben, right? If the season ended today, my goodness, the Warriors and the Lakers out of the playoffs, the bat for Adam Silver right now dialing up. Oh, get these guys some wins out here. Come on now. The Dubs
1: in that 11th spot. They're two games below 500. The Lakers are seven games below 500. The Lakers also in action on Christmas Day in Dallas, booked a seven and a half, point underdogs it was Bill DRS and rightfully so as Luca versus LeBron two two guys that need to pretty much carry all the production for each of their respective teams Luca goes off 32 points nine boards nine assists LeBron even better than that at least from a scoring perspective 38 points But it doesn't matter for L.A., who has now dropped four straight games and has not covered on this four-game skid. 124-115 in favor of the Dallas Mavericks and DRS. It was a 51-point third quarter for Dallas that led to a big victory. They outscored the Lakers 51-21 in that third quarter to start off the second half, and Luka gets a Christmas gift. He showed up looking like a cowboy, and things were good in Texas yesterday.
2: No, they certainly were. And by the way, you know, talking about the outlook, because I always like to say, like, Christmas Day starts the NBA season. The Los Angeles Lakers are on a playoff team. Now, again, if the season ended today, they wouldn't be in there. But who's to say that they're just going to rebuild this thing with a minor trade or two at the deadline and make a run into the playoffs, which then leads us to believe, is LeBron just going to play this season out, score 35 points a game, that's going to be good enough? I don't think so. I'd be interested to see if some of those rumors heat up about LeBron on the move or AD on the move, or both of them on the move, and the, the uh, Los Angeles Lakers restart. Start their franchise so many things to ponder at this point ben
1: drs that was the it's the foot injury of anthony davis that has him sidelined. Yeah. we got that news earlier last week there was a timetable that a lot reported and speculated would be around a month that was updated entering christmas weekend now he's out indefinitely that seems closer to two three months potentially for anthony davis mm. so lebron james with the lakers seven games below 500 is expected to do even more his points prop Entering that game on Christmas, 29 and a half. He sails over it with 38. He was the game's leading scorer, but no other Laker that started scored in double figures. It was Russ that added 17 off the bench, as well as Austin Reeves adding in 16. That was the help LeBron got, but not good enough. They don't even cover as a seven and a half point road underdog the first game up on Christmas DRS not far away from us here at Madison Square Garden was a big day for the Philadelphia 76ers and a big fourth quarter for Philly as well the Knicks led for a good majority of the Christmas Day opener against the Sixers inside Madison Square Garden but Philly pulled away in the fourth great defense they outscored the Knicks by 8 24 16 to get a 119 112 12 victory as philly covers as a two point favorite there's a thought the first day first game on christmas day goes under this one did not a total of 214 and a half goes well over this is now eight straight victories for philadelphia they won that fourth quarter 24 to 16 Joel Embiid scores over 30 points james harden has a double double inside the garden and drs this philly team certainly at least in my estimation looks like a contender in the eastern conference
2: yeah, spinning their wheels for a long time, Ben, too, because you're worried about when James Harden went down for injury, Tyrese Maxey went down for injury, and one of those fears you always have with Joel Embiid is when is it going to be his turn to go down with an injury? When Joel Embiid stayed there, righted the ship, and also getting back James Harden, looks like a reincarnated James Harden from a few years back. Yeah. Now waiting on Tyrese Maxey, eight straight wins, including a big-time win in the Garden, as you said, down 37-25 after the first quarter. Use that fourth quarter, 24-16, to propel themselves. And also, shout-out once again, the FanDuel Sportsbook here. What about this, Ben? 25 points for Joel Embiid and a Sixers win, plus 150. Cha-ching again. I it was like Santa Barkley was all over the place this weekend.
1: What was the odds boost yesterday, DRS, for you? you bet all seven that were available on the FanDuel yeah. Sportsbook and the final tally ended up being Six what?
2: Six and The only thing that (laughs) didn't cash was the Green Bay Packers game, which he needed a touchdown by Aaron Jones to go along with 50 yards receiving from Tyreek Hill. Tyreek even got the 50 yards, but no touchdown there from Aaron Jones. But a wonderful day had by all.
1: A wonderful day, and you take that plus money and already start buying Christmas gifts for next year. You're pretty even at this moment. As we look at the Eastern Conference, D.R.S., there are five teams – That have 20 or more wins. There are two teams that have won eight straight games, and both the Sixers with their victory on Christmas over New York yesterday and the other New York team, the Brooklyn Nets, have also won eight straight games the seas remain the favorites in the eastern conference they have the best record in the conference and the entirety of the nba 24 and 10 the bucks right behind they have 22 wins as do the cleveland cavaliers the Cavs have the fifth best price in the eastern conference at 10 to 1 but the number improving on philly and the number for brooklyn also getting a ton shorter drs if you had to sum up the one major point that old K Dubs Kevin Walsh made about the association action on Christmas Day. What was that on the early line earlier today?
2: The three by two, as K Dub cashed in each and every one of those for a massive payout as he was playing yes. Santa Claus on Christmas Day for the masses out here.
1: Old K Dubs has done so much for this holiday weekend here on the Spiz. Yes. Yeah, 3 by 2 hitting in all 5 Christmas days and I'm sure you've seen the commercial by now where old K Dubs comes down like the angel that he is dropping the star on the top of the Christmas tree. I guess we have to start taking that Christmas tree down now DRS. All right, yeah. final thing from you DRS. Who wins in the two college football playoff semifinals on Friday? Or Saturday, excuse me. Uh who who's playing in them? Remind me real quick, who is? You know it? who's playing in them. Georgia, Ohio State, TCU, Michigan. I think DRS thinks the Horned Frogs pull off the upset, and Georgia gets back to the national championship game. No? Favorite. More TMA (laughs) now. Favorite.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: We round out this opening hour of the morning after live on the Monday, the day following Christmas. But we continue to give you gifts live right here on the Sports Grid Network. Sirius XM, Channel 159. That's the home for Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. All across the Spizz Grizz Network, that's Sports Grid. I am Ben Stevens. Thank you for joining us on this opening day of this new week in the opening hour of a Monday on the morning after. One more game to go to round out week number 16 tonight in indianapolis the colts are back in prime time against the chargers we'll look at that game to start off our number two but when this week is done just two weeks left in the nfl regular season and really we're battling it out for one final spot in the nfc playoff picture with four teams all having a pretty equal opportunity to claim that final postseason spot in the nfc so we talked about that group before and we wanted to hear from you and fade the public So those Green Bay Packers have sure made things interesting in the NFC postseason picture. Of these four teams, the Packers, Lions, Commanders, and Seahawks, who has the best shot of being an NFC playoff team this year? We go to the Fade the Public poll because currently the Packers are the most selected option, 36%. The Lions right behind them, 29%. The Commanders rounding out that top three at 26 percent not a lot of love for the Seahawks it is interesting when you compare the results of our fade the public poll at TV on Twitter with the odds up to make the postseason on the FanDuel Sportsbook only four teams have a price to make the playoffs at this moment and it's these four teams from our fade the public poll the Packers have the best odds plus 184 the Commanders the second best number plus 205 the Seahawks are around a plus 280 price as well and the Lions the longest of the four at plus 340 everybody in plus money which means it's a little bit uncertain who claims that last postseason spot in the NFC hour number two of the morning after on the way following a sports grid news update from Alex Fasani